You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for on the go. So, Bethany, I think people could easily judge you and they'd see that you have three kids and that you probably drive a minivan, but there's <laughs> something else that you have in the garage. You want to tell us what uh, what you have in there? Well, first, I don't I don't drive the minivan. You do, All right? Um. <laughs> it's good on gas. Thank you. Your point? Yeah, I do. I have a 1973 Ford Mustang Mach One. A classic, classic, muscle. a muscle car. And that got us talking to about Sundays and how much we love seeing all the classic cars on Sundays. Because mm. uh, we do. We love the classics. We got a little bit of old school in us. And uh, this Sunday, the, the day was beautiful. So there were a lot of classic cars out. Saw some power wagons, uh, some, we call them boats, right? That's Huge right. Uh, Cadillacs and uh, parade parade type cars. Um, I think they're cool. So we started thinking about how is that like our worship? Do we have a classic car worship? Yeah. Where we only take it out on Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Show it off. Show it off. (laughs) off Hey, look how good my worship is. Yeah. So actually this has been a little bit of a thought for a while. And uh, we started talking about worship and it's like, that's what connects. Yeah. Do we have a classic car worship? Where we only pull it out on Sundays at church, or is it our daily driver? Do we take it out every single day and worship God? It's our life. It's our lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. It's our minivan. It's our minivan. Yeah. <laughs> you are oh, minivan. That's another podcast. <laughs> so the van man. Yeah, the worship is. Uh, we, you know, we'll say, Hey, the worship service. Oh, you Mm -hmm. know, I was going to the worship service or it's on Sundays or we'll say, Hey, that was good worship as if worship is a separate individual thing right? versus our life. Right. Yeah. I asked you actually this past week, we were talking about your message that you were going to be given on Sunday. And I said, how do you worship God? And everything that started to come to mind was acts of worship Mm -hmm. uh, through music, through prayer, through Bible study, through going to church, meeting with a person or or whatever. But you had a much deeper revelation about it than that in the following days. Yeah, which that's what I taught on Sunday. And that's really in the most simple sense that to worship God is to love God. Mm Mm-hmm. And to love God, then we say, well, how do you love God? And it says, if you love God, you'll obey my commandments. And we say, well, what are the, what's the commandment? That if you love the Lord, the first and greatest commandment is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So that's what our, our worship is, is loving God with all of us. And mm-hmm. if we look at the Greek word, for worship, it's proskeneo. And that means literally or figuratively to prostrate oneself, you know, lay yourself down, bow down. That's the physical representation of it. Um, but it also means like to pay homage to, which simply means a, a formal public acknowledgement of, of your allegiance. So, right. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
Yeah, definitely. It reminds me of one of the earliest uh, times that we have of, of worshiping Jesus in the Bible. That's right. And that's found in Matthew chapter two. Uh, the three wise men were coming to meet Jesus and it picks up in verse 10. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, you know, we got to talking about how those gifts have more than just the physical meaning. We, we know, um, you know, gold and frankincense and then myrrh was a representation of his death to come. And we've, we've heard the stories, uh, before of how mm-hmm. they can tie in, but taking it from a different perspective of our gifts to God should be gold, frankincense and myrrh. And what, what do we mean by that? Um, well, there's a lot there. So yeah. just in the brief Bible snack time frame we have. Gold is kind of, when we think of gold, we think of a king, right? Yeah. It's a representation of a king over our lives. We have a lot of examples of gold in the Old Testament where people would make golden images and then mm-hmm. bow down and worship them. And then we see, you know, obviously that was not a representation of God. That was not God Almighty. Mm-hmm. Um but if we say our gift is gold, we would be saying giving him kingship of our lives. The next being frankincense, and frankincense represents holiness. Mm-hmm. Um, in your study, you were talking about uh, earlier that it means morally blameless. Yeah, the um, the frankincense was actually used in the uh, most holy of holies as a sweet-smelling fragrance unto the Lord, and it was to be... Um, put out, you know, right before the the Ark of the Testimony, and so that that frankincense is representing of our our worship to God in our service, in our testimony, in our life. Mm-hmm. That by the way we live, being holy, being righteous, that uh, that alone is 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 a representation of our worship. To God in that frankincense, which is how you came to morally morally blameless. Well, yeah, yeah. actually, um, as we talked on Sunday, the definition of holy, that Greek word being hageos, actually has a three pronged approach to it. So the definition of holy in the Bible, you know, when it says like you shall be holy, for I am holy, or in Romans twelve when it says to uh, to be holy and acceptable unto God, right. that word holy means three things. It means to be physically pure, morally blameless, and religiously consecrated or set apart. Right. So you talked about the gold, and the gold represents the physical part. You know, what? who's king in your heart? What's, what's first in your life? Um, and then the frankincense being that sweet-smelling fragrance right. before the Ark of the Testimony is our life. Our, our conduct, our, our morally uh, blameless nature, that we're, we're being, living a life acceptable to God. And then the last thing is the myrrh. And the last is myrrh. And it's uh, religiously consecrated in it's, its simplest form. Oh. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it's, it was the uh, oil that was used to anoint the high priest. Right. To, to consecrate the high priest and set him apart. Right. And in, in its simplest form, cleansing. So yeah. these things right here that we have, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, king of our lives, 
holiness, morally blameless and clean. These aren't, these aren't Sunday drivers. These, these are daily drivers. <laughs> right, these are yeah. not classic cars. You can't pull these out on Sunday and say, I'm worshiping God on Sundays mm. and, and mean it in its truest form. Right. We can do acts of worship. We can come together and worship and we can celebrate and worship. Mm, but worship is way more than that. That is a daily driver. That is king of our lives. Yeah. Putting him, giving him the gold. That is giving him frankincense, the holiness, the morally blameless, being clean with myrrh, cleansing ourselves daily by saying we identify with Christ every single day. And if, I mean, if all you're doing is bringing that on Sunday, like the time you bring your classic car out, then it is just bringing acts of worship and it's a show. It's not the heart. It's a car show. A car show. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and instead, you know, that daily driver, it's your life. Right. So coming to church on, on Sunday um, it isn't, isn't just your, your only form of worship. Um, no, absolutely not. And I think um, you said it, you know, perfect at, at the beginning. Worship is love, loving God. Mm-hmm. And if you're loving anything other than God, then essentially you're worshiping something other than God. So we need to be cautious in today's world, especially, and that's that's a whole other podcast, probably much longer one than this, but keeping Christ at the center, keeping Christ the fo- at the focus of our um, of our lives so that we're giving him the gold, the frankincense and myrrh. We're giving him daily worship. We're giving him his place in our lives as Christians. He gets the worship he deserves. Yeah, and that comes all back to... Uh... To Mark when he says, loving God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Do you understand just the depth of that? Like every time we hear it, it's it's almost one of those verses you can rattle off because yeah. it is well known. It is everything. It is so yeah. deep reaching. It is. And hopefully uh, the example today can help bring greater light to that with the gold frankincense and myrrh uh, as we encourage our listeners to go and study that uh that was what matthew chapter 2 matthew chapter 2 yeah mm-hmm. and to just look at that again and reflect on the deeper meaning behind the gold the incense and the myrrh what that really meant and represented as bringing to, to worship christ you know these three ingredients were the three main ingredients in the construction of the tabernacle um f- to given to moses in exodus 30 and they're the only three ingredients that were explicitly commanded in Scripture to be pure. God right. told Moses, bring pure gold. and then he's, But they also used silver and brass. He also said, bring pure myrrh and other spices, right? And he said, pure frankincense and other spices. Mm-hmm. But those were the three things that had to be pure. Right. So there's, there's no wavering here. This is 100% all in. This is my whole life, and I'm offering it to God as as a as a pure form of worship, as Romans twelve one two says, you know, presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice. Uh, that's that's the physical part, the gold, presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, the morally blameless, the frankincense, which is a reasonable service, and be not conformed unto this world which is the religiously consecrated. Absolutely. 
That's it. Mur. <laughs>